On today's Core Vision, I have a very special guest, free agent professional basketball player, Victor Bermudez. It was a great interview with Victor. We talked about his basketball career and how he got started. We talked about from his first dunk and his decision to where he played at community college to his time at pros overseas. It was a great interview with Victor. I really enjoyed this one and having the conversation with him and hearing about his career and his journey in basketball and how everything happened for him and how he got started. Uh, Great, great guy. A lot of fun talking to him. I can't wait to have him back on. Here's Victor. On today's Court Vision, I welcome on Victor Bermudez. He's a professional basketball player. Victor, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you uh, making time out of your day and uh, coming on to the podcast. How is your uh, September going so far? Uh, Summer's been a little interesting, but it's going well. Just grinding, getting better every day, trying to prepare myself for this upcoming season. You just have to be ready when my number's called. Yeah, there you go. And are you working out a lot? Are you hearing from teams at all? or? Uh, I'm just doing some reaching out to some teams while I can right now because I'm a free agent. And basically it's just the waiting game as usual. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck out there. I'm sure any team will be lucky to have you and pick you up. So, but, um, all right, let's, let's get into it. Let's start out with, um, you know, I'm going to ask you a question. When was the first time you dunked on someone? Oh, the first time I dunked on somebody, uh, I would say my junior year, my going into my senior year of high school, my junior year, summer, I would say. Uh, playing a AAU tournament, and I got a steal, cut it on the right side of the court, and I just took off and did a jump. Yeah, I was able to catch him. <laughs> that was my first body. That's first time I even got taken out the game, which is great. Oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> so yeah. you really, you really uh put put it down on them. How how was the crowd's reaction after that? Oh, it was a it was a good reaction. I just imagine like the way social media is now to imagine if it was like that back then, like what you know, what I'm saying that probably would have been all over the place, you know. Oh, oh yeah, you definitely would have went viral on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's crazy too. That you remember the exact exact moment and and like how you dunk on him and everything yeah that was the first one so i mean i remember for sure oh man so you so when you played high school i did some research on you and i saw that you went to desert shield and then you went to university park um is that in texas yeah i went to cheyenne i went to cheyenne high school here in las vegas then I went to University Park Academy, which is a prep school in Texas. I don't know if it's still open now, but I went. That's where I went after uh, did my pro post grad there. Nice. And how was the, how was your decision uh, made to go to the University Park in Texas? So uh, with AAU, I didn't know nothing about it until I was 16, 17 years old. So I was just I was new and I was late to the scene, pretty much. So after high school, I didn't have many uh, 
many looks or many offers on the table. So uh, going prep gave me another year basically to stay on the scene pretty much and uh, get my SAT scores up as well. So it was a pretty easy decision because I wanted to continue playing basketball. So I decided to go prep. Nice. And you and like, uh, what was your recruiting process like when you were in uh, when you were in prep school? And how did you end up deciding to go in the Sheridan College in Wyoming? Uh, in prep, actually, like the recruiting was getting not crazy, but it was a, a good amount of schools that had like a like four or five schools in the South and the Sun Belt Conference at the time. At a a couple, I had at least like seven, eight schools recruiting me. But unfortunately, the season got cut short because the coach got sick. So I came home in December. Then uh, the recruiting process pretty much stopped. And I got the chance to play AU again. And then I was playing really well. Then I played at this tournament in California called the Three Stripes Tournament. And then I, I was a coach there from the University of Hawaii. And he offered me on the spot. Then I committed there. Uh, down the line in the summertime, we were trying to get my whole SAT scores to see if I qualify or whatever. And I didn't end up qualifying. And then I found out by them finding somebody else. And this is late August. And every school pretty much has their rosters full. So it's literally like two days before school starts. Oh, wow, that's that's scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I called one of my teammates, one of my former teammates. Hey, you asked me because he was he was already at Central Wyoming. I asked his coach. I asked him to ask his coach if they got an uh, opening, and then his coach called me. They offered me, and then I got another call that same day from Sheridan College, actually, which was Coach Smiley, and he's currently at Northern Colorado. Great guy. Uh, he called me and he said they have a spot open at Sheridan College. And uh, it's a crazy story with that. But uh, so I had like literally a day to make a decision between Sheridan and Central Wyoming to either go play with my boy or to go to somewhere I've never heard of a day in my life. And then what, what sealed the deal was I got a call from, like, a player from Sheridan College. Called me and told me about the campus and all that, like, how I was playing for coach and all this other stuff. And that's what sealed the deal. And I signed my letter of intent to Sheridan. And I was out. I signed my letter of intent Monday, and I left to school Wednesday. And I was in, I was in Wyoming Wednesday. Holy crap, that's a huge, that's such a quick turnaround. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was quick, 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 quick. So how did, do you know how the coach from uh, Sheridan found out about you? Or, like, did he hear from the uh, so, Yeah, he knew I was committed to the University of Hawaii. He seen me play at, I want to say, Desert Pine High School. Like, the University of Hawaii was doing a story on me that day. And he happened to be there just to see me. Like, he just happened to be there. And I, I prayed pretty well, so I guess he just had his eye on me, and I ended up being available. So that's, that's how it came about. And it was crazy because 
Sheridan already had their roster full because they had a, a overseas guy coming to the coming to the uh, to the campus, but he had some problems with his visa, so uh, they ended up calling him. And then he said, you know what, it's okay. You could just give him my scholarship, which is how I got my scholarship. Wow. Yeah, and then next thing you know, like two or three weeks down the line, they still end up bringing him. Oh. And, yeah, and he became, like, one of my really, really good friends, like a, a brother almost, and we ended up being, like, the two best players in the conference. So it's crazy how that was able to work out. That's awesome. That's that's that is really crazy how that works out. It's funny how things work out like that. Yeah. So what was like your time at Sheridan Wyoming, like um, Sheridan College in Wyoming? Like, how did you go into those like that first day, like prepped or like how did you feel like you were gonna get ready for the season with just such a short notice? Honestly, like college was new, so like I honestly didn't know what to expect, like whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, especially because I was in Wyoming, I never, I'm from LA, lived in Vegas for, at the time for like three, four years. So I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm probably not ever going to Wyoming a day in my life. And then I ended up going and, uh, uh, I just, my freshman year, I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect at all. I just was going, literally taking it day by day, like whatever happens, happens, just, stay in the gym, get shots up, and do what you do until the season comes. And then preseason came, it ran pretty well. And then season started, I ended up starting, like, the first half, half of the season. So, I mean, everything went. It was pretty good. It was definitely an adjustment for me coming from, well, prep school to college. Like, everything was faster, you know, typical stuff. Yeah. So, and, yeah. So, go ahead. No, I was just, I was, uh, you go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my first year was really just getting used to the game, to, to the college game. And then my second year, uh, it was just, it was go time from there. I was like one of the best three point shooters in the country. I was second team out region. Like, it was just, it was, it was good. Yeah, you were. I, re I read that you were ranked seventh in the nation in made three pointers. Yeah, Is and then in, in percentage, I was like tenth or something like that. Yeah, it was. That's those are ridiculous numbers. So like, did you just put up a lot of shots and like work on your three point game? And in junior college, you have no other choice but to do homework and be in the gym, literally. So my daily schedule in junior college would be like half class at nine don't have class at 10, but have class at 11. So I have class at nine, get out at 9.50, go to the gym, 10 to 10.45, get up 300 makes in that time period and get ready for class at 11, then go eat. Then I'll, eat, I'll either have another class or I'll have practice after that. So eat, practice, be done with practice, weights, be done with weights, study hall, be done with study hall and then at nighttime I go back to the gym to get up another 300 shots and then I go to the, I'll be done after that and then that'll be my day in junior college. Wow that's crazy. Yeah. That's, a, that's a hell of a day. Yeah. 
And what, so what did you, um, at Sheridan, so like, what did, how far did you guys go? Did you guys make playoffs or what was the seasons like when you were there? Uh, we lost and we went to the conference tournament both years and then we ended up the most freshman year. We lost in the semifinals and then my sophomore year, we lost in the first round. We got upset. It was the second seed and got upset. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's really tough. Yeah. And then, so now what's now you finished your season there and what's your like what who has recruited you and like how did you decide to play at Texas State? Man, uh so Portland well, honestly, my I should have went to Portland State, but Portland State was the first school to officially offer me like the recruiting process was crazy. Like in junior college, I had I was in the summertime. I was getting calls literally like every day, every other day. Like it was so many schools calling. I was just it was crazy to me. But then I had a little take of my grades, you know, typical stuff. And Portland State they offered me in November, and then uh, and they stuck with me. They was really loyal great group of guys uh, I honestly feel like I'm in debt to them like I should have went there honestly but and then in February Stephen F. Austin came with uh, Danny Castle was there at the time and I looked him up there was in the Southwest Conference very uh, winning culture winning winning culture and that's where I'm, I'm coming from right yeah so yeah. To me, it's like, and Portland State just came off the losing season, I want to say. So to me, I was like, I mean, I want to go somewhere where I could produce and where I could win, obviously, right? Yeah. And then uh, I was setting up my visits, and then uh, Coach Casper got a job at Texas State, which is a bigger school, bigger conference, new challenges. So at this time, I'm like, I'm on my high horse, you know. I think I had a really good season. Confidence is on a whole nother level. So, uh, yeah, I think my visit to Portland State was great. They played UNLV first game. Like, it was literally set up for me to go there. And then yeah. I took my visit to Texas State. And then it was just the campus is beautiful. The school is big. It's just like the true quote-unquote college experience, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and I get to play for a winning coach. So, it was just – so, after I, I took my visit to Texas State, I played pretty well, and I committed after my visit. Wow. There. Yeah. So, that's yeah, that was crazy. That, that is crazy. That's how, that's how I ended up at uh, Texas State. Uh, that's so what so when you go there like how do you go into that season prepping knowing that you're going from junior college level to division one school yeah well all that summer i was just in the weight room and i was trying to condition myself as much as possible still getting my shots up as usual you know and um but what they usually do is they want the players there in the summer and then i couldn't be there in the summer so i got there a little late but uh, yeah, I was just in the gym getting my shots up, being in the weight room doing my conditioning as well. And turns out being D1 is a whole different level of conditioning and 
weights and all that stuff. And I got that reality check when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> it, so the speed of the game, like, is it like a lot of, is it like three times a day, four times a day? What's that? What's that like? Uh, not three times a day, four. It's usually like, well, when I was at Texas State, we'll have like a, like, I'll wake, like a typical day would be wake up class at eight or nine. And then I have class from like eight to one or nine to one. Depends. Mm-hmm. I'll, in between that time, I eat and stuff like that. And then I have practice from two to five, weights, five to six, study hall, seven to ten, then I go home. So I'm literally having 10-hour days being a D1 athlete. Yeah, that's crazy. That sounds like a job. Yeah, pretty much. That's 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 tough. That's really tough. My kid too, especially with the big the big school and everything. Yeah, it's super tough. Yeah, and how so? And then what's it like? You know, what's it like playing at Texas State? And what's it like? What's the Sun Belt Conference like? What's it like playing against guys there? And, you know, uh, when I was when I got there, at Texas State, I just got into the Sun Belt. So my first year, we had. Alfred Prayton played, you know, NBA player. Sean Long played for the Sixers for a little bit. Kevin Ware went to Louisville, but transferred to Georgia State. RJ Hunter, uh, draft pick. Ryan Harrow, he's another guy. He was went to Kentucky, was a highly recruited guy at high school. Like, those are just five guys I could think of off the top of my head right now that, that were legit NBA players, I guess you could say. Wow. That's so, yeah. So it's like, uh, it's pretty like, what else can I ask for to be on this stage, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a major competition to play against. Um, that, yeah, that's wild. Sure. Yeah. Do you, so do you have a favorite game or a favorite moment uh, from uh, Texas State? Uh, not really because me – Myself and the coaches really see, like, eye to eye, right? Like, in terms of he was a defensive coach. Like, all he cared about was defense. He doesn't care if you can put the ball in a hole or nothing. Like, if you can play defense, you'll be on the floor, basically. Right now, I'm not saying I can't play defense, but I wasn't the best defender, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, me being there, I didn't really play much. Like, my both years, which was, like – crazy to me because I was I in my opinion uh, I was like one of the best scorers on the team like I get to the bucket I could create I could shoot off the bounce I could shoot catch shoot. I was able to score in a variety of ways but yeah. uh, he wasn't offended that like he didn't care about that so I, I, didn't, I wasn't able to play much but uh, that was that so I mean it yeah. was I had some moments where I got to play, but still wasn't really much. Yeah, I mean, that's that's also tough, too, because he figured he'd try to use you. I mean, you know, he just got one of the players that's ranked seventh in the nation for making three-pointers. He figured he'd try to use you out as much as possible. 
Right. And that's just that is that's just so weird. It's a that doesn't make sense. But that's I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, sorry. I mean, it was. Uh, I still take it as a positive note. Like it was a good learning experience for sure because I don't think I would be where I am today if I didn't go through that you know like coming out of junior college uh my confidence was just on a, a whole different level like it, and I think that's a situation that I needed to be humbled in a sense to to know that I'm not where I need to be and I'm not good enough yet like that so that was a, a situation that humbled me and I think I needed that to be where I am today yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Sometimes you need those moments to kind of put, you know, to humble you and kind of make you want to work harder and get you to where you need to be. Exactly. And so, so after you graduate Texas State, uh, how did like what happens next? So do you go you go pro or do you have to go through a series of workouts to go pro? What happens? So what's crazy is that I. I've never had a major, like, uh, I never had, up until I, like, my last season uh, uh, at Texas State, I haven't ever had a major injury. I went back to school to finish my degree, and in November, like, the beginning of November, I was just playing pickup ball, you know, I'm still working and stuff, trying to get right, trying to prepare myself for when I'm done with, uh, when I'm done with my degree, mm-hmm. and... I ended up breaking my foot, like, broke. I never had a major injury, nothing. That was my first one. So this is November. I break my foot. And I have to be in crutches for, like, a month. And then I get a walking boot after, I, like, right after I graduate. Yeah. So this is, like, the end of December. I'm in a walking boot. I can't do nothing. I'm just out. Like, I don't get surgery on it or nothing. So it, get, it it heals up by by itself by April, like right after my birthday. My, oh, wow. my foot com- completely heals in six months. I had the Jones fracture, and that usually, like without surgery, that usually takes a year. And mine somehow healed in six months. So I give that credit to the man above for sure. But uh, after that, uh, I did overseas camps i did overseas camps for literally two seasons two years pretty much like every summer like vegas is a big spot for overseas camps so i did a couple camps here and there played in some like some uh semi-pro league somewhat out here that were filmed and uh stuff like that and then i got the opportunity to go to europe because my brother was playing out there. He was playing for Maccabi Tel Aviv in Israel. And then uh, I was out there for a month. I tried out for a couple of Division two teams in Israel, but the roster was full, so they didn't pick me up. And I had a friend playing in Lanzarote, uh, a friend that I met in Canada. He was playing out there, and he didn't like it, so he ended up leaving. I told him to plug me. And he put in the word, and then an agent got to me about the same team. So... Uh, I ended up sending them my highlights from the summer camp. They liked it, and then they ended up offering me, and then that's how I ended up in Manzarote the first year. Wow. And what was your – how was your time there, and what was that experience like? Uh, it was new to me. Uh, it was cool because I was I speak Spanish, so for me, I was 
able to adjust with ease. Like I didn't have a problem with it at all. That's nice. And so, yeah, it was a cool experience. I got to get right into, like, right into it, and I got to be able to do what I do. So I mean, it was a blessing for sure. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I saw I saw your highlights too, and you're one hell of you're one hell of a defensive player. Like you had a lot of steals and a lot of blocks, and your shooting was unbelievable. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So, and then you end up at uh, Lazar. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to say it right. Lazarante. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how long were you? How long were you there with them for? Yeah, I played there um, uh, the, these past two seasons. I played in Lanzarote. Oh, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> and what would yeah. you say? What would you say is like different uh, the European game compared to like or like you know. Sp- Spain, how they play compared to American ball uh, or ball that you played? Well, Europe is just more like what well, the U.S. is more isolations and to go score the ball, and Europe is more pass, cut, pass, screen away. Like basically team ball, and the U.S. is more individual basketball, pretty much. That's like the only way I could put it, pretty much. Good description. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, and then now, and now, what are you up to uh, these days? Are you do, so you're just working out, waiting here from team? Do you have anything in the works? Yeah, I'm just working out right now. I'm, uh, I was in the talks with a couple teams, you know, just waiting to see what they say. But uh, right now, I'm just staying ready, keep my options open, whatever comes my way. I'll, I'll pretty much take it. So, just being patient with the grind, really. Yeah, I'm sure something good will come your way, man. You you deserve it. You you know, um, just watching your highlights, uh, you know, playing overseas, you you look like one hell of a great basketball player, and any team would be lucky to have you. Plus, looks like you're pretty long too. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and I appreciate you coming on here and making time for me, and uh, you know, telling your story and your journey, how you got to where you are. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, anytime you're always welcome to come back on and, you know, once you get that contract, definitely come on and, or even like, even during the season, if you don't co- you get a contract, I still would love to have you back on. All right, for sure. All right. All right, Victor, thank you for making the time out of your day and I hope you have a good rest of your time and good luck to you. Thank you as well. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right.